a show that delves into the mystery of mystery. Bad dating shows and even worse dating advice. I'm Sam Labuti. And I'm Andrea Springer. And this is Helpless, Helpless Romantics. Romantics. Hi, welcome to Helpless Romantics. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, this is um, this is going to be a weird one. This is episode four. This is kind of a random one-off. Yeah, we're doing something a little different. Um... Yeah, if you're starting for the first time on this episode, understand that um, the rest of the show is a little different than this. So if you don't like this one, hop over to episode one. And you probably should listen to episode one, regardless of if you like this one or not. Uh, Because it's a whole different thing. We're getting into um, reviewing this show from the mid-2000s called The Pickup Artist, um, starring a man named Mystery, who's supposed to be some kind of master pickup artist. And we get all into that in the rest of the show. But we wanted to um, have these random episodes where we take a break from that and kind of talk about other topics. Because eventually, I mean, we only have like 16 episodes of The Pickup yes. Artist. So eventually... <laughs> nothing gold can stay. Yeah, and nothing shit can stay either, which is what... Nothing the, brown Nothing can brown stay. can stay. Um, but, so eventually we're going to have to kind of move away from it and talk about other things. So um, we figured it'd be best to get into sort of what... Something, uh, well, we want to get to, we want you to be able to get to know us a little bit. Yeah, some background. So info. we're kind of introducing ourselves to you so that you kind yeah. of understand who we are. Yeah, we figured we'd wait until four episodes in <laughs> to introduce ourselves. Yeah, um, and this, it's just nice because if you don't care who we are and just want to listen to us talk about the pickup artist, then yeah. you can and you can just skip this just episode. Just skip this episode, yeah, and go to um, episode one or just skip right over to episode five where we'll talk about <laughs> episode four. This is where the show gets confusing. It's going to be a lot of weird math oh. things um, and numbers. Um, um, yeah, so we're both stand-up comedians. We're both dating, as we've mentioned in <laughs> each other. One. We're, we're both, both dating. dating. We're both out uh, single we're in the dating the world. Scene. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're both um, dating each other. Um, um, we've been dating for about a year now. Uh, so we should get into how we met, because there's some yes. interesting shit there. Do you want to start off with a little bit of elements of it? Yeah, sure. Um, so in 2014, yes. um, uh, coming hot off a dumpster fire of a bad relationship, I got a message on OkCupid. Yes. From whose? Who's this young, hot stud? A uh, dark and handsome stranger. Mm. Um, What's his name? Uh, well, I don't remember his screen name, but I know that his real name was Sam. Ooh, he sounds beautiful. Ooh. He sounds like he's probably good at doing sex. <laughs> who was I? Who was I Yeah, no, me and Andrea started talking um, unbeknownst to her until I brought this up uh, the <laughs> second time I talked to her ever, uh, which was probably uncomfortable to bring up. But, um, yeah, I messaged her on OK Keep It in 2014, and it, the conversation was going really well until I gave her my number, and she straight up ghosted me. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, eventually I started doing stand-up, and um, I would see her around because she was doing stand-up, too, and I was like... Oh, there's the girl. The girl that like ghosted me on OK Cupid. Yeah, girl. yeah. And I was like, oh man, it's so embarrassing. She probably thinks about it every time she sees me. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, she fucking no. Had, had no like that. Apparently, wasn't as important to her as it was to me because she had no recollection. Yeah, no. Of this. I saw him and I was like, oh, he's he's cute. Yeah, and oh. I'm like, oh, she probably thinks I'm so stupid that I'm here and embarrassing. Um, but anyway, about a year. Um, about a year ago, yeah, um, after a bunch of terrible, terrible, terrible relationships that I had been in, and, uh, that's, that's, that's awful to say, like, relationships all have their flaws, I don't want to be that guy, don't ever, here, don't ever be that guy who's like, 
fuck all my exes. That's not what I'm trying to do. But you have relationships that obviously don't work out for a number of reasons, and that was what happened to me. Um, so I started talking to Andrea, um, and we hit it off pretty quickly. Pretty immediately. Um, I, um, uh, looking back, there's a lot of, like, really lame, kind of awkward <laughs> things I did. We're like, I went home after, like, our first conversation, I, like, liked your profile picture, like, yeah. <laughs> trying to send little signals, and then, like, you had told me that there was a show you were doing the next day, and you told me to come to it, and you handed me a flyer for the show, <laughs> and I got home, and I wanted to keep talking to you so bad that I messaged you on Facebook, like, hey, when is that show? Like, as if I didn't have a flyer yeah, for you're it. You're, like, like, staring at the like, flyer. Like, staring at like, the flyer, like, the when is the show? But, um... Uh, you, I guess you wound up finding that cute because well, um, yeah, because I'm not stupid. Yeah. I knew you just wanted to talk to me. And the next day, yeah, so we, uh, I went to the show and uh, initially felt like kind of like, oh man, like what am I doing? Because I was there alone, so I like messaged <laughs> my friend and I was like, you got to come here and hang out with me because I thought like it would be just like the day before where like you would be just talking with me. But at the beginning, you were kind of like mingling with your friends, obviously, and I was like, oh man, like I was stupid to think that she would just want to talk to me. But you wound up, like, right after your set coming out, and literally after that, like, we, like, disregarded the entire show and yeah, just talked with each other that. for a couple hours. And then my friend came, and he saw me, and I gave him a signal of, like, eh, no, like, go. And he was like, <laughs> so he, like, sat off in the corner by himself for a while because I was, like, having a good conversation with you, and I kind of didn't want to break up the flow of it. And eventually you you <laughs> like noticed. Multiple times. Yeah, you, you kept being like, I what? was like... Is your friend okay? Should you, like, like, go talk to like, him? No, no, he's cool. He loves chilling by himself over the... He loves sitting in the corner by himself. No, no, let's just keep talking with me and you. Uh, we were having, like, a really long conversation about the movie Face Off. Yeah. And I was like, no, let's keep this Face Off conversation going. Fuck Chris. Uh, Chris, if you're listening to this, I love you, and I'm sorry, and thank you for uh, allowing me to disregard you and talk to Andrea, because it all worked out in the end. Um. Yeah, and that was also when you said, like, Oh, we talked on OkCupid. Yeah, dropped the line. And like, then you were like, my friends told me I probably shouldn't talk to you about yeah. this. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, which, like, is all the type of stuff. Like, that's why the pickup artist is stupid. Because, like, that's all <laughs> the type of stuff that, like, rightfully so, like, you would probably be told, like, hey, um, maybe don't mention, like, the awkward OkCupid okay story to this girl. Yeah. But it weirdly, like, worked. I think you were like, oh, okay, that means I, she likes me. And you, yeah. like, talked, he mentioned me to his friends. Um, I was smitten. Things went good. Um, you wound up uh, coming over to my apartment or whatever, and this is where I'm, we're going to tell these stories, because they're fucking funny uh, to me. We're, no, we're going to tell them. They're really, really funny, Andrea. All right. Okay, this is, like, one of the early signs that this was a good relationship, and that we were very good, and, like, we instantly became kind of <laughs> comfortable with each other, because Andrea, um, not too long into coming over to my house, accidentally peed on the floor in my bathroom. I peed a little bit on the floor, and in and my she, defense, I have overactive bladder. I understand. And you couldn't make it their time. And a little, little bit of pee on the floor. Just a little and, bit of pee. I was drunk. No, but, yeah. And we both just kind of laughed off. And I was like, okay, it's cool. And, like, we cleaned it up. And that was like, that's a cool sign. Because a lot of people might be like, yo, what the fuck? This girl came in my house and, like, peed on my floor. Like, so weird. Like, fuck her. But, like, I didn't care. And then after that, like, I made a, a family-sized like pasta a dinner time. for, like, for, like, 12 and just ate it by myself in, like, this giant ceramic, like, casserole dish full of pasta and, and peas. peas and garbanzo beans. And I was just like, you want some? And you were like, no. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll eat the whole thing right in front of you just by myself. And I just did it. And you just sat there and watched me, like, slowly. Well, not slowly. I uh, scarfed this goddamn shit down. Yeah. You, could, you, like, unhinged your jaw. 
No, I could not wait. I like I hadn't eaten the whole day, and I was like, "All right, fuck, it's pasta time, baby." Pasta and time. Um, you were cool with it. Uh, and, and that we is were also in love. when I'm. Oh no, we're in but, love. That is also when I met your cat. Yeah, my cat. Uh, fucking uh, my cat's name is Titty. It's Doctor Tiddlywinks. M. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's not Titty like boobs. Titty is short for Tiddlywinks. His full name is Doctor Tiddlywinks, MD. I uh, took a little break off from medical work and podiatry and stuff, mm-hmm. obviously, just to kind of relax and just be a house Enjoy cat. Enjoy being you, a cat. And you can't blame him for that because honestly, we all probably would do the same. I mean, the life of a doctor cat is obviously very stressful. It's stressful. It's very stressful. You don't even have thumbs. No, you don't even have thumbs. So how do you do it? How do you be a doctor? It's hard. It's, it's hard. so hard. It's His cat. Is like a little fucking wingman for him, though. Yeah. Oh, like he is um, a very skittish cat. He genuinely like is not very comfortable with people. Every time I bring a girl over, I would always tell them like I have a cat, but he's like, you know, very skittish. So don't be uh, feel bad if he doesn't want to like come hang out with us or he's hiding. Um, but every time I'd bring a girl over that I liked, he would like come out and like nuzzle up with them and all this kind of stuff. And it would always seem and like every that- time. What would you say? I would say the honest truth, which is, like, he's like, doesn't normally do that with people. Like, he must really like you. Mystery would approve. Mystery would approve, but that's the truth. Like, he, like you, you've lived with him long enough to know that he runs away from people and doesn't always come out to hang out with yeah, them. Yeah, and that is the truth. So, like, it, like, it seemed like such a, like a shitty pickup line, but it, like, was always true. Like, he, like, I'm looking at him right now. He knows what's up. He would know, like, oh, this is a girl. Like, let me help Sam, you know get a little smooch on the cheek sometimes it wouldn't work uh there was <laughs> plenty of times where i'd be like oh he likes you like do you want to kiss me and they'd be like no i hate you i never want to see you again your cat's cool though peace <laughs> out i would kiss him i'd kiss him and then they would and then you know titty has stolen a lot of women from me and i've watched him make sweet tender love to women who i have brought over that uh this has gotten this has gotten weird uh delete this episode from your <laughs> uh, apple ipod thing uh, okay, turn this off now. Go back to episode one. No, no, the pickup artist. Let's, let's, uh, never mind. Let's, uh, let's talk about uh, episode, okay. episode four. Uh, mystery. He's crazy, right? Huh? All right. Um, no, but Titty's great. He has, um, the only thing he loves more than me is his best friend, which is Scratching Board. Uh, scratching Board is a scratching board. Should we draw a face um, on it? We should probably draw a face on it at this point because it has become, it's literally like his best friend. He is attached to this thing. The funniest part about it is we bought it so he would stop scratching our couch. And for like the first three months, he would continue to scratch the couch and then walk over to the scratching board and then just lay by it and like lick it and roll it around at it. Now here he is. He's coming right here into the room because he knows yeah. we're talking about him. Little baby. Little baby. Um... But yeah, he would just exclusively like hang out with, lay on, lick, and play Nuzzle. with this scratching board that was like his best friend, and then continue to scratch the couch. It's only until recently that he started scratching the board. We also left a box in our living room. Yeah, that he's like he lives he in now. He has become attached to it. It is his house now. We do have a bed for him that he refuses to use. Yeah, no, he won't. No, he wants the wants to live. He wants to use the box. He's like. like it's a very unsightly box. Like, yeah. we have to keep it now, though, because he loves it. He's like, I need to have a home with some structural integrity. Uh, yeah, it's it's not, like, it looks really shitty it to have in them. It's like a gigantic, like, box that we've, like, cut off chunks of to use to, like, board up, like, part of a window. That's a whole other, but, like, oh, my God. it. He loves it, though, so we're going to keep it as his little house. He also, um, a lot, we're going to get probably some messages about this from people who disapprove of this, but he has a, um 
horrible, horrible catnip addiction that I've yeah. given him. My God, he like like he bothers me all the time. Where he's like he'll like find where it is, knock it on the ground, and like knock it around, and be like, "Give me that nip, give me that nip," uh, which is also <laughs> sweet, like sweet nips. you know, which is a phrase we hear a lot in mystery and the pickup artist show. Oh, where God. you know the whole, you know a lot of guys have novelty T-shirts to say, "Give me those nips," you know, where, <laughs> which is yeah. referencing a uh, entirely different uh, type of nip. Oh no, we're getting into dangerous territory again. Turn off this again. episode <laughs> and, and delete this. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, we're still, well, we're in the midst of recording this. Yeah, we, there's no, there's no, like, guarantee that this will see the light of day. Yeah. And we keep mentioning it as episode four. We might save this and release it, like, five years from now yeah. as, like, episode 70. Like, hey, here's this weird thing we recorded that we realized was bad. Once Sam started talking about the, his cat fucking people. Yeah, oh, no, I, like, I'm, I'm so mad that you just referenced it because I could have edited it out, but now, like, it's too ingrained in the episode that I don't know if I can edit it out now. But please feel free to, after you listen to this, edit it out of your brains and forget that I said it because I have a million regrets about that. Shouldn't have done it. No. No. Okay. Do you want to move on? Yes. Please. <laughs> We're both also stand-up comics. We are. I, for, I forgot about that. Holy shit. I forgot that. Well, not forgot that we were stand-up comics, but forgot that we were going to talk about that. Yeah, we're both stand-up comedians, which is a shitload of fun. Um, hopefully, I mean, we both have, like, videos. I'm sure we can, like, post up somewhere for you guys to see uh, some of our stand-up work. Um, I thought it would be funny to talk about, like, early stand-up stories. Yeah. Um, so, what was your one? Your one was funny. Oh, yeah. No, at some point, um, someone mentioned, um, like, uh, some joke about seizures or something. Yeah, epilepsy. Uh, epilepsy, yeah. Um, and um, I was, like, talking about somebody that I knew that had, had epilepsy. <laughs> like, I went on stage and I was like, well, actually, I know someone who had epilepsy. And uh, he had to have a lobotomy and have part <laughs> yeah. of his brain removed. And he's never been the same since. And that was, like, the first minute of, like, my yeah. comedy set. But anyway... What about airplane food, guys? Yeah. Like, how do you, like, yeah, that's so uncomfortable. There, yeah, that was not a great, <laughs> I, did, I, I did not yeah. come back from No, that. no, no. I, on the other hand, put the uncomfortable part at the end of my set. This was the first time I ever did stand-up. I went up and surprisingly did pretty well. There are some jokes that I did my first time that I still do. But I'm, the, I'm up there, you know, I'm in my mid-twenties. I'm talking about, like, dicks and, like, oh, what's, wieners, old, old guys, wieners look weird. You know, getting some laughs with these dick jokes. And then I decide... I want to be, like, a real comic. Like, talk about real issues and, like, philosophical stuff and serious stuff. And I was into, like, comics that did all that kind of stuff. You know, Louis C.K., before I found out, he wanked off in front of a bunch of weird people, and that was uncomfortable. Not the weird... Um, people weren't weird. He was the weird one. No, no. You you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Again, edit this out. Um. Yeah, so I was, like, talking about, like, weird dicks, and then, like, awkwardly segued into, like... Aren't we all just kind of ants on a leaf floating in the ocean? We have no idea what's going on. Like, people act like they know what's up, but really no one knows anything. And it was just, like, weird and stupid. And it's like, it's like, what the, like, you're 24. You don't fucking, like, don't fucking get on stage and tell us, like, how dumb everyone is for, like, how ignorant they are. Like, you don't know shit. I hadn't, like, it was just, like, it was so dumb. Especially, like, segueing into that out of, like, talking about how weird dicks look or whatever. Like, it was stupid. I, on a log. To my credit, I walked off stage and was like, 
I'm never doing that again. I'm sticking to dick jokes. And I did, and it's gotten me all the way That's here, baby. That's why they call him Sam Stick to Dicks Labooty. Sam Stick, stick to the Dicks Labooty. They call me that for a number of reasons. Some of the reasons you don't want to know. <laughs> um, anyway, and then you had a really interesting way to kind of close out this um, yes. episode. Three, it's like... We'll each read off three things you need to know about each other. So I'll read off, like, three things you need to know about Andrea. She'll read off her three things you need to know about me. I'll start off this one. Okay. Three things you need to know about Andrea Springer. First of all, she starts off a lot of her impressions by just saying, It's me! And then the name of the person. <laughs> so, Andrea, would you like to indulge us all with your Dracula impression? Sure. It's, it's like, it's me, Dracula! Yeah. <laughs> it's just... You just announce that, like, nothing about it is the impression. They're usually yeah. all using the same voice. You've forgotten the part of impressions where the voice should tell people what the impression <laughs> is, not you announcing what the impression is with the same voice. Also, <laughs> I feel like, like it's, it's important. It's me, Borat, my wife! <laughs> it's yeah. also important to note that I didn't, you didn't miss anything by only hearing it because I did not do any, like, facial expressions no, no, no. or movements it's all or the same. anything. It's usually just, like, your hands kind of go up in, like, a oh, motion. It's like... It's me, Dracula. Uh, I think that's hilarious. Do you want to trade off? You yeah, let's trade off. Yeah. Um, three things you need to know about Sam Labooty. Yeah, we're going to number one. All right, number one is Sam makes songs about everything. I do. And they're all amazing. He wrote a theme song star- about uh, a sitcom starring himself and his cat, and yeah. I was wondering if you could do that for our oh, audience. Oh, I can sing that shit for the audience. Uh, listen, um, you're going to want to turn the volume way, way up. Because this is about to get central in here. Now think like mid-90s Full House style sitcom. Um, starring me and my cat where we live in an apartment together. Here it is. It goes, two best friends of a different species. Oh yeah, you gotta make some time. Just two best friends living together. One's a cat and one's a human. And it kind of just repeats ad nauseum for there. One time I was singing it constantly, and Andrew's like, why are you still singing that song? And I got kind of discouraged. And then gently from the bathroom, you could just hear me in there going, just gently singing it to myself. And she's like, "Are are you fucking mumbling that cat song to yourself? And I'm just like, no. I have a confession, though, now, and it's... That yeah. I sing it too, and oh, I sing it probably more often than oh, you do. Oh, it's the best goddamn song. My oh favorite my part is um, they've gotta make some time. It's like make some time for what? Like that that kind of doesn't make sense, but I think it's in the spirit of yeah. those types of sitcoms. I think my themes. favorite is definitely one's a cat and, and one's a, a human. Yeah. yeah, I like a oh, different species. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, we've listed off every lyric as our favorite part. Honestly, the whole thing is my favorite. Yeah, part. no, I really still I do want to like record like. A cheesy like sitcom intro of me singing it with like yeah. me walking around with Titty, like both of us doing like turns towards the camera to get him to like stay put enough for me to record him would, would be fucking impossible. No, I've tried taking pictures of him, and as soon as I am standing like near him with the camera, he's like and he like skitters around because he's like I don't know what's going on. Um, number two, here's mine. This one's maybe mean. <laughs> Andrea has flat feet, and she fucking vehemently refuses to get, like, orthopedic shoes. (laughs) Like, she can't walk three feet without me borderline having to carry her. And I'll just be like, get orthopedic shoes. And she's like, no, they look goofy. As she, like, lays on the floor with both of her feet bleeding from a leisurely (laughs) stroll. Like, those shoes look stupid. I won't wear them. And it's just like, 
get them. Oh like, my god! The amount of time you spend complaining to me about your feet problems. Someone fucking can we get sponsored by like orthopedicshoes.com? Is that a website? So they can send us some like decent, cool looking orthopedic shoes. Is that, that's what they're called, right? Orthopedic shoes. Okay. Uh, well, it'd be orthotics. orthotics. And, and they go oh, in fuck. shoes. I knew it. Okay. I wrote um, it down. I didn't know. Yeah, no, I need to get some of those. Um, but I also, I also should probably stop complaining about it. But also, I never will. Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's been a year now. I'm aware that you won't stop going. <laughs> it's about to turn into like a um, counseling session where we just like yeah. argue with each other about like, well, you know what I hate about you? Dr. Um, Phil, where are you? <laughs> yeah, someone tweet Dr. Phil to get us on his show. Um, tweet Dr. Phil and Dr. Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we high fived that one. Okay. Uh, okay, you, number two. Yes. Um, for one thing, uh, mm-hmm. Sam's entire family looks exactly alike. No, not really. My brother looks a lot like me. Uh, a lot of your family looks a lot like you. Really? I saw a lot of your family in one place. Oh, no. Um, Are we telling this the story? The first time I met them. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and I say, I use the word met loosely. I went to um, a funeral uh, to, to support him because oh, no. one of his family members had passed away and I wanted to be there for him. Um, the only problem is that um, Sam didn't go. <laughs> I stood you up at the funeral. Sam stood me up at his family's family member's funeral. I overslept. I don't, I'm um, sorry. And I kept seeing people, and I was like, oh, there's Sam. I was like, no, there's just another cousin. <laughs> um, I did not talk to any of them. I tried to really pass it off as though I was, like, somebody who knew her from some sort of like different loosely. sphere. Um, I took communion, even though I'm an atheist. <laughs> Um, it was, oh, and then so he showed up as we were all leaving. Yeah. And like, I, yeah, oh, that's, that's, oh, I forgot about that. And I'm like, so glad you brought it up because that's so funny. But also I'm so mad at you. And also this like really undercuts my third one, which is just a really dumb joke. Um, you do your third one. Um, so if Sam had to choose between Michael Jackson and Ghostbusters, yeah. I think he would have a nervous breakdown because he loves them both so much. I love them both so, so very, very, very much. Um, um, I would, like, gun to my head, I would choose Michael, obviously. Um, it would be very <laughs> difficult. I mean, I say obviously as though, like, you all know. Obviously you all know. Uh, like, we're all fans of Michael Jackson's 2001 album, Invincible, which I've listened to <laughs> straight through 12 times this week. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, listen, fuck you. Those are both two great things. And uh, the 80s is an amazing decade, and it wouldn't be the same without those two things in it. So uh, you all shut up, and you're, you're stupid. Not me. <laughs> it's you that's wrong. <laughs> no, I didn't say it was a bad thing. Yeah, no, thing. no, I know, but I'm just joking around. These are bits. I'm tickling his belly. Also real. She hear. did tickle my belly. Um, well, now, the, here, here, now take your third one. Andrea... The third thing you need to know about Andrea, she has a stinky, smelly butt. That's Aww. my third one. A running joke I have is making fun of Andrea for having a smelly, stinky butt, which I think is funny. Also, I realized today, as I was writing that down as my third thing, I was like, does that count as verbal abuse? My butt is fine, everybody. <laughs> That's 
what makes it funny. There's nothing like, there's nothing actually wrong with your butt. It's just I like to make fun of you and act as though you have a really stinky smelly butt. Even though you have a really stinky belly button. Well, no. Well, first of all, yes, I do have a really stinky belly button. And I think it's a long-term infection. So don't <laughs> oh, make fun no. of it. I think it's probably a long-standing infection I have for my belly button. Because for like 12 years of my life, I was afraid to clean my belly button because it felt uncomfortable to clean it. So I just didn't. And it led to um, a very, very bad smell coming from there. And I pulled out, like, all the lint that had collected over there over my 12 years of life. And it was all in, like, a goo ball that came out of my belly button. Anyway, this is, uh, this is Disgusting Stories with Sam and Andrea. Welcome, new Welcome to our new podcast where I describe to you the things I found in my belly button when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> this is my revenge for you telling the world that I peed on the floor. Yeah, but that's, like, kind of endearing and funny. Is it endearing, though? Um, it's more endearing than having a smelly, infected belly button all the time. <laughs> I think that's like that's just disgusting. I, pee I just everywhere. use the word "goo ball" to describe something I pulled mm-hmm. out of my body. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I pee everywhere. I peed in a party city once. Oh God, no! Like wait, like last we're, year. We're, we're getting into like gross territory. <laughs> like I think we need to like rename. Like we need to rename this episode. Like disgusting things like we talked I talked about my cat like having sex with Stop! women We're gonna and again, edit I, out. I know we can't edit it out now. it's too late there's you know what we need to edit out this entire episode I know cause we've just we've talked about okay how many wait how many okay first of all hold off Go, step back you peed in the party city and also where else have you peed um and we're just letting it all out there. And again, I want to I, I want to uh, say that an, that overactive bladder is a very real condition <laughs> that affects Millions of people, and, and so you is, are not alone. And so is belly button stink. So is stinky, smelly belly button. So smelly belly. belly. Button. It's like a jelly belly. Smelly belly. belly. Yeah, belly. and it's also a bad bad stench it's and, a, bad and a, a disease and an infection. And he makes me smell it sometimes, and I I'm do. calling the police. <laughs> um, I peed one time when I was like 16 in like an acquaintance's mom's car and it was like the cringiest thing that like has ever happened to me because you didn't like know them very well i didn't know them like almost at all didn't they like kind of just not acknowledge it afterwards yeah we kind of just never spoke again yeah um but yeah no it was like one of those situations where it was like finally like they invited me to do something and i was like cool i'm like in the cool kid in crowd because you were like homeschooled for a while yeah i was like you like ease into like getting friends yeah and then you were just constantly keep peeing everywhere around them yeah. Every time you try and make a new friend, you just pee all over the place. Like compulsive peer. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, God. Are we going to end on compulsive peer? Oh, my God. <laughs> I really don't want to, but also, like, we're hit, we hit 25 minutes. That's pretty solid. We completed everything. Like, we did all of our three things about each other. I think we get... that's. I mean, you know what? If after that, you feel like you need more information on who we are, if that, if that whole thing doesn't tell you enough about who we are as people and what this relationship is like, I don't really know what yeah. to tell you. I've told this podcast things that I have not told most people at this point. Yeah, I've told this podcast things I haven't told my therapist. <laughs> oh, I tell my therapist everything. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> If you're listening, um, I love you. Yeah. I'm not going to name you because that seems like a hip violation like, I think, Yeah, it seems like a step, o- a step over. Um, but yeah, that's it, right? That's it for this episode. Yeah. You got anything else you want to say about me? <laughs> um, I <laughs> love you. Or belly him. buttons or pee? I love you too. And even though you pee all over. Even though you have a smelly belly and make me smell it. Mm, that's, that's beautiful. In oh. a way, you know what? And I think that's beautiful. And I think that's beautiful. That was one of our earliest bits. That was one of our earliest bits. Yeah. So that's a good place to end. Um... 
This is episode something of the Pickup Artist. You know what? I think we will release this. Episode four, right? Episode four. Fuck it. You know what? Because we were thinking, like, if it was bad, we'll, like, tuck it away, either not release it or release it later. But I actually think this turned out really, really good. It was fun. I think this was more fun than some of our, like, normal episodes. Yeah. So I really look forward to doing a lot more of these. Um, Send us your suggestions for, like, random one-off topics or things we can talk about. They can be related to, like, bad dating stuff and bad reality show Send dating advice. Send us your really embarrassing bullshit if you oh, want. Your really we'll take your name stuff. off and we'll, we'll read it. We'll read it and talk about it. That would be fun. Um, again, uh, Twitter at HRPod, I think it is. Uh, sure. Facebook, just Helpless Romantics Podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, there's ways to find out how to contact us. Um, so... You know, let us know what you think. Uh, we love and you. We love you. We love you all. No, people have been responding so positively to this podcast. We're having uh, so much fun doing it. We're having it. so much fun doing it. And we're going to try and just release these as often as possible. I mean, once a week at least. We've been actually on a schedule of releasing more than one yeah. a week, kind of. Um, we we're probably not going to consistently do that. But that would take uh, too much Eventually out of Eventually we'll get into a schedule where we do release one per week, I think. Yeah, but we're at the start here, so we want we to We want to build some stuff up. Yeah, build some stuff up. So we're going to bank a few episodes. Um, signing off for Helpless Romantics, I'm Sam Labuti. I'm Andrea Springer, and uh, I'm going to go pee in a toilet. Yeah, we're in, yeah, I'm going to go pee in a party city and just see how it feels. Uh, bad. It feels we bad. love you all. We'll we be, love you. We'll be back to talk about the pickup artist next episode. But um, thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this. Yeah.